You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Welcome to this episode of the Social Hotelier podcast and also live stream. Uh, a very warm welcome. Uh, today I have a very interesting guest and a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about digital marketing and why bothering with digital marketing. Uh, my special guest is today is someone who is from my own country, from Finland, and uh, it's uh, Juho Pesonen, and he is the uh, head of research for e-tourism at the Center of Tourism Studies of Eastern uh, University of Eastern Finland. So I'm very delighted to bring him on on board for this show. And uh, for all the viewers, this is also recorded as a podcast. You can find this at the Social Hotelier Show uh, at your favorite uh, podcast channel, which you are listening to, whether it's uh, iTunes or or Spotify and many others. But uh, let's uh, get uh, let's get uh, Juho here, and I would like to say hello to him. Hello, Juho, and welcome. Hello, thank you, and it's it's great to be here. Well, uh, we've been planning this for some time, and uh, being uh, in digital marketing like you are, and I'm also keen on uh, anything related to digital. Uh, <clears throat> we met on LinkedIn, in fact, and had this conversation already. Uh, a few months ago, and uh, I'm really grateful that you have the time from your schedule to uh, to join uh, join this episode. And in fact, we'd have this the first of three episodes we're going to do together. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really look, looking forward for for our episodes, and and I'm it's it's my pleasure indeed to be here. So thank you for the for the invite. Well, great. And uh, now there, I have a questions for the viewers, and particularly I hope that we have some of the students from the University of Eastern Finland viewing this. That uh, maybe I just want to say, ask a question. Uh, does any does anyone recall a uh, ad or marketing campaign that stuck with you? Uh, if you have, write down in the comment. And if you haven't, just say no. So we'd like to know with you how about what is the uh, what's something that comes to your mind when it comes to uh, marketing campaigns or advertising that you see on uh, particularly relating to uh, travel destinations or hotels or resorts or whatnot? So that would be very interesting to know what people think. And uh, well, we uh, maybe we'll get, just get started. And could you briefly just give a little bit about your background? Because I found you on Academia and I found that you have been publishing a lot of papers and uh, and which I need to start to dig into more seriously, but I know where to find you there. But uh, just give you a brief of uh, uh, what your background and what you've been working on. Sure. Yeah. So uh, basically, I've been in in the tourism academia for more than a decade. Now I actually started as a research assistant in in 2007 in a, a well-being tourism project and and. Uh, Continued my, my studies in marketing and uh, graduated and, and finished my PhD in 2013 about uh, tourism marketing and how 
digital technologies are affecting it. And, and uh, ever since then, I've been doing a lot of research around the, the topic of uh, business success in, in tourism. And uh, but, but lately, I've, um, let's say, moved into a like, bigger context besides uh, marketing and trying to figure out the whole tourism ecosystem and how it works. And, and especially now with, with COVID-19 changing the whole landscape, uh, that's also affecting me quite a lot and, and, and changing how, how I perceive the industry and how I perceive the future of the industry as, as well as many other academics and thinkers and, and businesses alike. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a constant topic that uh, uh, I'm involved with also in discussing on on uh, the different on on the on this channel also we we have regular guests uh, uh, regular guests coming in and we talked uh, last night I had a interview with uh, uh, some of the key leaders from United States and about their outlook and also about the uh, the these uh, uh, what we call the meeting incentive uh, business which is huge business for some key convention cities in the United States like New Orleans or Nashville and Las Vegas. And uh, everybody agree that uh, you cannot use your uh, the, uh, 2020 wiped out the history of how you can forecast and how you really have to rethink uh, uh, the playbook or how you're going to market your hotels and how and uh, and the customer expectations. So I mean, uh, maybe we can start because our episode is about the why. Uh, <laughs> and uh, perhaps we can talk about a little bit, but. Uh, why in the world bother with the digital marketing? Yeah, uh, I think, um, again, we have to look at the bigger uh, picture of, um, of why we are in the tourism industry. And I, I honestly think that tourism industry is one of the, like, the best industries in the world. It's, it's such a fantastic and interesting industry to, to be involved, with, involved with. And, and now with, with COVID-19, you know, the, the whole world has realized actually the, the importance of tourism and hospitality industries for, for the employment, but also for, for the well-being of societies and well-being of communities. And uh, um, so if, if we go to digital marketing and, and what, what's its role in, in all of this, uh, I see mo it mostly as a one tool to uh, realize the, the mission and, and the why statement of the company. And, Everyone is, and, and especially before the COVID-19, but, but also in, in the very near future, I would say that, that uh, the focus on digital marketing will be, will be bigger than, than ever before, before, because people have changed their consumer behavior during this pandemic in a way that, that we are utilizing all these technologies and devices and e-commerce in a completely different way and in a completely different level than, than ever before. So we, we have seen a rapid uptake and, and adoption of new technologies. And uh, uh, when we are thinking about the world after and, and, and during the recovery process of, of COVID-19, digital marketing will for sure play a big part in it. But we also have to look at the bigger picture and, and not just think of, of digital marketing as, as a tool for doing business, but, but also thinking about our business and what's the role of our business in, in the world of tomorrow. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the think tanks I'm involved with is the the hospitality of the of the future, and we talk about sustainability and wellness is a very big part of it. And also, we are into when we're looking at uh, investments. Uh, in fact, we are looking at uh, the future of uh, uh, digital currencies, a blockchain as as a tool, uh, and. Uh, uh, admittedly, I had to go. I, I had to look at some YouTube with the uh, digital uh, currency for dummies, and so I learned quite a bit in in a few minutes about uh, the 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 history and also the blockchain and all about the mining. And I learned something that there is seriously some. Maybe U.S. is one of the perhaps one of the things the leaders in this that there are in fact uh, certain resorts, uh, particular resort, which is a case of where they have 20% of the investment has been done through to digital currency and the rest is with the traditional. But the, this also alone will change uh, people's lives where you have, uh, you know, the, the, what is trust is changed because now you have a blockchain that will, uh, uh, the, you cannot change anything there. So that's just one aspect of, uh, of all this changing that's happening. And, uh, and what are the things that, uh, the, the tourism business that you start to th think about, I mean, but, uh, uh, from your point of view, what should they start to focus on now? Uh, back to, uh, back to TripAdvisor and let them book my hotels or, or, and, uh, or, or, or online travel agency, or should I do some uh, deep searching of uh, what more is involved here? Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's a really good, good question. And, uh, that's a very typical approach that, that we start by thinking where we should do marketing, which channels we should use as sales channels. And it reflects the idea that, that tourism is all about marketing and sales. And, and of course, that's one way to do business. But what I'm now thinking about and, and hoping for the industry to, to come along with, with this is that Tourism can be much more than, than a business. So tourism has a huge transformation potential. When we think of people going on holidays, people going on business trips, people traveling between countries, tourism is, is all about transformation. So it's, it's not just who we are, but, but who we want to become. And uh, this is also related to increasing the value of, of tourism. So when we are looking at the future of tourism, how, how COVID is, is impacting it and, and what are the changes that we need to do in order to ensure that there is tourism in tomorrow. And, you know, if, if the societies collapse in, in the worst case, uh, you know, there, there's no tourism. So we, we need a healthy planet and, and healthy societies for tourism. And, and tourism can have a big impact on, on uh, like, bigger impact than its size. Like it's, it's a huge industry, one of the biggest industries in the world already, but we can have even bigger impact because we have the potential of transforming people. We have the potential of affecting the world more than just through tourism. We have possibilities to educate people. We have possibilities to change their thinking, their consumption behavior, um, even, even like the, the societal structures and everything that we, our, our value structures, all together, and and uh, that's what I'm I'm hoping many businesses start to think about that that we are not anymore just in the service economy that that we are offering accommodation 
as a service, but, but more into the experience economy and even beyond that, moving into the transformation economy and figuring out ways how we can, um, uh, what kind of positive impact tourism can make and, and for whom instead of just doing, doing business. Of course, business also has big positive impacts and, and uh, just look at the communities and, and how many tourism destinations are suffering right now. So it's, it, it's, it's for sure that, that the, also the business impact is better. We can also do do much more as an industry. And also, I mean, you are you are really uh, now alluding to uh, like a customer centricity, uh, and also about uh, uh, and the expectations. Uh, when you're looking at the millennial travelers and what are the expectations, it's not uh, finding a bed to sleep on. I mean, there is much more. Uh, could you just uh, uh, maybe go expand on your thoughts at what are the expectations from from a customer these days? Uh, and uh, and what are the businesses should be pay attention to? Yeah, and of course, when when thinking about this, I'm always talking like from the Finnish perspective, and that's that's why your podcast is such a fantastic thing because you have guests from all over the world, and the situation and the business structure and the whole tourism ecosystem is completely different in different different uh, countries and different destinations. So. There, there is a, a lot going on, and I'm of course thinking about mostly about Finland and and maybe the tourism in Europe, Northern Europe, and and what we can learn learn from from how we are doing doing stuff and what kind of um, uh, good things are are happening in the in the Nordic countries. But um, uh, the customer centricity is is always a topic in marketing that that we are talking so much about and and how it is important to understand. The, the, what, what the people want and what kind of value they are they are looking for, but also increasingly with with tourism brands, for example, the, the lifestyles and and what kind of people our customers want want to become, and and this is like such an important part of of generating the mission statement, the why statement for for any business, and that's probably one of the most difficult things tourism businesses or any businesses can and have to do. Figuring out what's their mission, why they why they really exist, what is important for them, what is what they value, and that's that's a very difficult thing to do properly. But if 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 it succeeds, basically on the sky is the limit. That that has such a great positive impact for everything the company does. And when we are thinking about digital marketing, uh, it benefits so much from. Defining this mission statement, defining this why statement, and defining the strategy that that makes that uh, mission become a reality, because it gives goals and directions for digital marketing. And and without the, without the, without them, without seeing the big picture, digital marketing is um, very number based game yes. and very sales oriented game. And of course, that can be successful for many businesses, but but we can do much more. Yeah, uh, we have a viewer, uh, uh, Caroline Tapkin. Uh, hello, Caroline. Good to have you here uh, on our show. Nice to see you here. Uh, Caroline is asking uh, when we talk, how do the expectations of the millennials vary to those of Gen Z, and how do we reach the upcoming generation of uh, travelers? So uh, it's a two-part questions. Yeah, and and uh, that's. Uh, that's one of the 
fantastic questions to, to ask when, when thinking about company strategies and how it orients, orients towards the future. And, and one thing that I always try to teach my students is that when we are talking about millennials and Gen Zs and all the other generations, that they are not homogeneous by themselves. You know, there's, there's much, many factors that, that they share, but there's also a lot of different kind of people within these segments. And, and one of the important things is to focus on a certain market. So just choosing a millennial market as your market segment might be way too big. But, but you have to uh, go deeper. You have to understand the customer even better. So um, understanding like, like the, and of course, you know, countries, for example, differ a lot. So millennials, in, in, in China and Australia can be different from millennials in, in Finland or in Brazil. And there's, even though with globalization and online channels, we are, um, I, I think the cultures are being homogenized a little bit. So with, with digital technologies, people share similar kind of approaches. We are using TikToks and, and Instagrams all over the world and, and and young people are sharing the same phenomenons where, wherever they are. So I think that is, is one of the critical factors that, that, that maybe, maybe the direction is moving towards like this global shared community and, and lifestyle and, and, uh, and, and, and such. But I would, I would start to think more about, again, the transformation that the company might enable for their customers. And, in this case, when we are doing this kind of lifestyle segments, we are not interested that much about generations because we can have similar kind of lifestyles in different generations and different people of different ages, origins. And, and that's one of the strengths that you don't define your um, customer segments in a traditional way, but through what your company or, or brand represents and what kind of lifestyle it rep represents. Yeah. Um um, how about competition? What kind of role uh, other businesses play in setting your goals once you have determined where, who you want to attract? Yeah, well, um, and, and, and this is one of the things that makes tourism really interesting as, a, as an industry for me, because uh, we are often one of the key players in, in tourism and hospitality is, of course, the destination. So tourists typically travel to destinations. And uh, within destinations, there's both collaboration as well as competition at the same time. So your competitor can actually be one of your best collaborators at the same time in different markets, depending on your customer groups. Um, and, and, and that makes um, uh, a special case in tourism that you should always think about what is good for your destination, where you are operating in and how you can... Uh, 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 collaborate with different stakeholders, with different businesses, even your competitors in making the destination better, because that is something that then pours uh, great things for, for everybody in the destination. Yeah. And of course, um, one, one thing and, and one practical example is, of course, when we are dividing us, like defining the mission statement and defining why we why we operate and, and thinking about, are we just in the service economy? Uh, are we in the experience economy? What, what is the business where our business is in? And, and typically, it's the best thing is to choose a business where there's no competition. So that's basically how you figure out that, that 
you are in a marketplace where no one else operates. And that's a good indication that, that you've done proper strategy work. For example, um, let's think of hotels. Are they in the hotel accommodation business, which is basically a service uh, business? Are they in the business of helping people to relax, which is, um, can be an experience economy? Uh, or are they in the business of energizing business travelers? And, and that can be um, in the transformational business model. So you are, you are trying to um, focus on business travelers and how they have the energy to endure these long meetings and, and have energy in their lives, lives to uh, be better at their work and be better at, at, with their family and, and, and so on. And that mission statement and, and in which business you operate completely changes your perspective on, on what you need to do and what kind of services, what kind of collaboration you, you, you do. So that's, I think that's an important factor to consider. Yeah, I mean, mission statement, I think if you consider uh, the pandemic COVID-19, uh, may have to, uh, people may have to take another look at their mission statement and uh, make some uh, make some changes because the, uh, what used to be their traditional customer base uh, uh, is not there for, for the foreseeable future. So they have to do something differently. Do, do you agree on that? Yes, on, on, on some parts. But I would say a great mission statement is one that you don't ever have to change. Yeah. Your strategy, how you reach that mission statement, how you make it reality has to change. And your strategy is about who are your customers and how you approach them and what kind of business you do. But but when you have a mission statement, clear mission statement ahead of you, it, it shouldn't be something that com- constantly fluctuates and changes from one, one thing to another, but it should be like this distant star that, that you are reaching towards. It might be something that you will never ever reach, but at least you are working towards that goal. And... and uh, even though we have these kind of uh, pandemics, if if your mission and, and mission statement is is to be there for the local community or to to transform people to think in a sustainable way or or whatever, it doesn't change. Even though the situations like this this changes, only the ways how you achieve that and how you proceed with your mission they they do change and they have to change i think that's a very good point i think there there can be some confusion sometimes about the, what you what is the mission and what is the strategy and so it's very well uh, well said it's uh, mission is that the north star i think that you are <laughs> aiming for uh, whether to uh, create the best uh, world's best uh, uh, customer experience uh, or or uh, or uh, improve people's lives or, you know, there are sort of very large, uh, large uh, goals that you're putting yourself and then you put the strategy. But who sets those goals? Uh, you have a board, you have staff, you have managers, you have owners. Uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we, we, who decides them? Because this is one of the things that I've, I've seen with, with businesses is that uh, you know, someone cannot just set the goal and, and that's it. And this is where, uh, and, and you just have to obey that and, and abide and, and work towards that goal. It, it doesn't work work like that, but uh, it depends quite heavily on, on the business. Of course, many hospitality businesses, small business, tourism businesses are really small. They, they might employ even one or two people who, who can 
pretty much <laughs> defined by themselves what they what they want. But typically, it's it's great to like have all the the uh, stakeholders, like uh, your customers, your uh, business owners, your supply chain uh, stakeholders, everybody involved in in figuring out the uh, the uh, goals for the business, and it, it's it's not an easy process. So it takes time, and it takes a lot of discussions. It takes a lot of uh, meetings to identify why you actually exist and what you have to what you want to to, to achieve. But there's there's some great work. Uh, available information knowledge on, on on how to do that, for example, by by Simon Sinek. It's it's, it's one of my favorite authors around this uh, topic. But um, for example, um, when when we think of sustainability, it's, it's one of the biggest trends in in tourism at this moment, and, and it's uh, been approached by um, different kind of perspectives, like. Uh, uh, economic uh, sustainability, environmental sustainability, and, and social cultural sustainability. So, what are the goals of the businesses, and who who decides that? And that's that's a great framework under which to to have this discussion and and try to pinpoint which are the areas that we value the most, which are the areas that we think we should be contributing to, and and how. Yeah. Now you mentioned the. Uh, Simon Sinek, the the why, uh, he he wrote, he, had, he writes quite frequently about this, and there was a book he wrote about it, which is, uh, I think it's a must read for and everyone. I mean, I I go back and read it again and again because it kind of opens your eyes and uh, with the good examples of some uh, great uh, thinkers or, and companies who have done something, uh, something you can remember about. Yeah. yeah. Um, the goal set for the business create the mission statement. What does the company exist? So that's the the why question. Any any great uh, any examples of who who we have seen uh, that are particularly good in the tourism to who is uh, have been thinking along those lines. Anything you can think of? Yeah, um, that's actually a. Uh another really good question and and i've i've been like uh teaching how destinations I, yeah one 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 thing that that uh, i'm i'm really impressed is what landers as a destination is is doing so they've actually moved from um from the idea of sustainability thinking that it's not enough for us to be responsible for our own actions and be sustainable in a way that we have zero impact, but we have to to, to be more. And, and what they, they focused more on is, is regenerative travel, that, that if, if the travel that we are promoting, the travel that, that Visit Flanders is all about, it's not just about um, having zero impact, but, but the travel that happens should create something good. It should restore the nature. It restore the traditions it should restore the heritage and culture and 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 have these regenerative tourism goals so i think that's that's one of the destinations that that come into my mind when when thinking about great goals for 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 business purposes excellent excellent so uh, today we've been talking about why and uh, the importance of uh, evaluating your 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 
maybe relook at your mission statement if it's a uh, if uh, you stay true to your mission but you adjust your strategy uh, uh, accordingly and uh, so those are some key key takeaways uh, but also you mentioned about the co- collaboration with the uh, Uh, com- com- competitors, because they might be a, a good ally f- with you in in promoting your destination. Very good. I think this is a uh, has been a very interesting discussion we have, and uh, uh, we had uh, uh, Caroline Tapkin. Uh, I think Caroline is in. You are in Dubai, uh, I understand. So uh, th- thank you very much for your your uh, feedback and input on this and. Uh, 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 Caroline mentioned also that Dubai advertising is always captivating and inspiration and attractive. That's one of the things that she she mentioned here in this uh, for our broadcast. Yeah, I, I think Dubai is, is a fantastic example of of how to do tourism promotion, and 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 you know that it's it's uh, like they are, they are kind of like branding themselves to be this place where virtually everything is 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 possible like like there is everything in 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 dubai and their marketing is is promoting it it quite well so i think they they built kind of like a unique strategy but i'm not even sure what's what is their mission statement so that's one of the things that that with with marketing you should always be able to connect it with your mission statement and and everything you do every promotion every Advertising every sales should be somehow related to it, and it can be something related to a slogan, for example, which are which is an important branding element. So even though you can be really successful in doing fantastic marketing and promotion and sales, um, you can find even more meaning in in those if you have figured out why your business, why your destination. Exists. Yeah, the, I spent a few years in in, in Dubai, and uh, the practicality was that they uh, they made a uh, their mission, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, uh, because they don't have oil as a as a resource for the economy, so they they really uh, put everything into the developing the their tourism as a destination, and and uh, of course they have a. Uh, centralized organization that promotes their their marketing and they come continuously up with ideas how to promote promote their destination and uh, transport transportation they they create their airline just to make sure they get millions of people visiting them and and also uh, Dubai has become a hub it used to be a a, a, a like a duty free area but of course uh, prices have changed a little bit uh, since since then but uh, It is still a very dynamic place, and they always come with ideas of how they can uh, make the, their place the, the place to visit with the, and so on. Yeah, it's 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 an experience to be in Dubai, but how it transforms me, how I think differently after my my trip to Dubai. What are the things that um, I value more, I value less? That that would be something that I'm expecting more. Of the tourism industry to think about this this transformation that we want to see among our customers and and um, uh, businesses. That 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 mission to become a world hub is is a great example of of joining in a bigger mission like like connecting the world. <laughs> I come from Finland, so so Nokia is connecting the people, but but Dubai and their mission and and their transformation would be maybe to connect the world. 
with each other and increase this cultural understanding and 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 stuff related to that. Well, this has been a great uh, discussion, uh, Juho. So uh, um, I think I just want to thank you very much for uh, for this discussion today, and uh, we will. Uh, Continue with the episode in one week from now, and we talk about the the uh, the other W. What so defining strategy to reach business goals. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.